Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident masshole, Ian Cusick, joined by my good friend, Bryce Olds, that New Yorker guy. Bryce, how are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good. I don't know how I feel about being called that New Yorker guy, but... Well, I mean, I'm the master of the New Yorker guy. Want right. to introduce the Utah guy? Yes. So, um, we have another guest on today. We have uh, that damn Utah guy, uh, my good friend for... I'd say it's been about a year, maybe a little bit longer than a year. Uh, Eric Jensen. Eric, how are you, man? Oh, uh, I'm just enraged uh, by the fact that they have a wide receiver in the backfield for Minnesota right now. Like, right, we Jesus fucking Thursday. Christ. We aren't even talking <laughs> Thursday Night Football yet. But... Oh, Jesus. He's already mad. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm good, though. How, how are you? <laughs> Uh, no, no complaints here. Eric's coming out guns a-blazing. I love it. Uh, so, you know, as usual, whenever we're recording during a Thursday night football game, we'll have scoring updates. I believe it's right now 21-17 to Rams over the Vikings. Um, and I took the under. You took Probably. the under? That, that was not Why the smart. hell would you take the under? Yeah, no, this, that was First not off, smart. always bet the over. Second of all, it's the Rams and the Vikings. I don't know about Vikings. always bet the over, but Rams-Vikings, you don't. Rams, when the Rams, when it, the Rams I, I, are involved. I've been on a losing yeah. streak. The pa- this past week, I've been I've gone about 0-15. Eric, uh, Eric, you, you, that was like two of the three best offenses in the NFL, and you decided to take the under? Why would you take the under on the Rams? Yeah, I don't know why. That, I was that a was not moment. It was a lapse in judgment to save a. All right, well, let's. Uh, all right, so. What, 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 what do you want to start with, Ian? All right, you know what? Let's, uh, talk. Yeah, it's going to be another football heavy podcast because, you know. Very. That's the only relevant Baseball isn't real right now. until next week. Baseball, we're going to be talking heavy on baseball next week. That's going to be fun. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's do our week three recaps. Um, contrary to last week, this week I had the better week. Okay, you had the better week, but we both stunk mm. it up. Uh, well, I mean, I went above 500. I went 8-7. and 8-7 and seven is not good. It's above 500, and that's better than last oh, week. Oh, come on, it's above 500. It what is kind of low standard Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, how'd you go? Was there a tie last week? No, oh, we don't do we don't no, do Thursday we don't night pick games. Thursday night because we record. Oh, all right, we record right, right. during the games, so we don't we don't do Thursday night games. Yeah, imagine how awkward our our pickums look with two ties anyway. Yeah, and it's not great. All right, so yeah. like I said, I went eight and seven. Bryce went six and nine. That's puts the record. My record, I'm twenty two twenty one and two. Bryce is twenty three twenty and two. So Bryce has a game on me, but you know if I keep yeah. this pace up, I'll keep it going. You're not going to, but yeah. I know. Yeah, I got about as good of a chance as me winning a game in fantasy in our league this season. <laughs> yeah, you were stinking it up. <laughs> oh yeah, my team is my team is stinking it up. I'm three and oh and he's speaking my, he's zero and three. I'm zero and three and I'm already losing badly. I don't know who I'm playing I, this week, but I'm already down eighteen. I don't know if I'm gonna win this week, but we'll what see. are what what are the uh, what are the stakes in this fantasy? There's I don't really think there's any stakes in the fantasy league. But still... I did, I did beat him head to head. Oh, he though, whooped so... me week two. That was that was. Brutal. I didn't whip you. I came back on Monday night and won. But I mean that that was kind of a whipping, anyways, because I should have won that game by a lot. You don't know fear until you're one and two in a fantasy league. That's loser prize is getting an ass hat of a champion's name. 
That's um, just too far. That's a little specific, Eric. That's just that's just too far, man. Yeah, it is a little. All right, you know what? That's that's too far, man. <laughs> So uh, how, 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 let's just go through the. Let's week just talk. Let's week. just talk our this week three was, games. This, this is, is the weirdest week in NFL history. This was this was uh, just uh, weird. Is just the word to describe it. I wouldn't say weird. I was, thought no. I'd like, say weird, considering the Bills beat the Vikings pretty handily. I, okay, uh, that's yeah. one. I oh. get it. Like one Browns, heavy underdog. You're gonna won, say but. a week when the Browns won a football game is not weird. Okay, they should statistically they were a lot better than the this. Game. Is a simulation coming okay. into the game. Okay, this but. week was a simulation. Speaking of okay. speaking of the Jets and the Browns, we talked about this sort of on the last podcast because we recorded on a Friday. But Baker Mayfield is officially the starter for Week Four, as he should be. Yeah, he should be. Not much surprise there, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, we haven't we haven't talked about our Week Four picks yet. I just hope that his the weapons he has around him give him a fair chance. Antonio Powell is a real deal. He I is when he can catch he might the ball. Be. He might be the real dude. If he can, if he can like not be Josh Gordon, ask off the field. He he might be the real deal. If, if you look, and if you look at when when Mayfield came in the second half of that game last week, David Njoku immediately became like a high quality asset. I said, I think I said this last week, but Carlos Hyde's pretty good. Carlos Hyde's been a grossly underrated running back, even when he was in San Francisco. I agree. He's good. He's been- He's been a top ten running back in the league. I, I said that last off. Nah, I'm sticking with it. He's been a top ten running back for a while now. Top ten for a while. Wow, that's a. I'd say that's a. I don't know about bold. that, but no. I I if you look at his statistics, you can make a strong case for it. And if you look at the game tape, like he cuts insanely well. Plus, he's got kind of a power back mentality behind him as well. So. It's really interesting to see how he pairs those two things together. He has a very different running style than a lot of other backs in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, but he's he's a smaller guy, but he still gets a job done. You so know what? I, That's a very fair point, Eric. Uh, I don't know if I'd go as far to call him a top 10 running back in the NFL, but he's a very good running back and criminally underrated, if I do say so. I don't know, man. If you could fit in on the Browns, I'd say you got some talent. Oh, yeah. But I mean, let's let's not act like this Browns team isn't it's, it's a bunch not, of scrubs. The Browns are not a bad football team. The Browns on they, paper, they don't have Joe Thomas anymore. Though, they so. don't. Their like, it hasn't line been is bad. played really well. I'll give them that. I'm surprised they didn't absolutely collapse on the O line without Joe Thomas. Yeah, no, they've actually been relatively formidable. Which is who's like, a Hall of Famer? If he's not a Hall of Famer, I don't know who's a. Oh, Hall Joe, of Famer. Joe Thomas is absolutely a Hall of Famer. Joe Thomas is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Didn't miss a single snap until he got the injury that ended his career. So like, yeah, first ballot. First ballot. I'm like, not even a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get Eric, into this embarrassment because I did awful this week. All right, but... Saints Falcons. Drew Brees is a bad uh, you know man. Listen, no, the Falcons' defense was just awful. Uh, defense isn't real in this league. Oh yeah, it's... the defense. The Falcons' defense sucked this game. Let's not let's not ignore that. But yeah, but so does the so do the Falcons' defense too. Was that a, hold on instant TNF update? Was that a catch? Was that a catch? Oh, I didn't even I see. Don't, I don't have the game on. So uh, and was that an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty? How? I don't know what they're calling like, that. I don't know what they're calling unsportsmanlike on that. Looks like Xavier Rhodes just got ejected. I want to say. 
Ooh. or I don't know. Don't quote well, me. Well, uh, I can't really tell. Let's keep it minimal on these uh, TNF updates because yeah. they, oh, 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 okay. so they don't make sense. <laughs> oh, anyways, right. Saints Falcons. Um, Drew Brees is, is so fucking good at football. Yeah, Drew. we knew that though. Oh, you get Oh my there. god. Elba throw. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> right? Just wow. <laughs> Uh, just, right, I, as we say, no, more, no, no one listens to me. I'm not. I'm not here. All right, sorry. Quick, another quick Thursday night football update. Brandon Cooks just got a beautiful touchdown from Jared Goff. It is 27, soon to be 28, 17, with a minute I and a half going By the way, can we just acknowledge the fact that I get it? If you thought that Jared Goff was a system quarterback year one, year two, he is making so many good throws. Like, yeah, in the um, same he has taken such a noticeable step forward from last I year. I mean, there's a noticeable upgrade in talent too. Yeah, no, this this offense is just scary. Yeah, Goff Goff is good though. I don't know if he'd be good without all this talent, but he's good. With but the- he's I- top ten, right? Like, we can agree he's like a top ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till the end of the season to call him top ten. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't want to call him top ten uh, yet. I don't right know. This I, I, I think he's top ten. He's playing like a top ten quarterback right now. Let's God, just we that. almost got into the recap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's 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 hold off on the Thursday night football for a bit then, because we we're uh, we're already we were ten, sh- we're already nine and a half minutes in. And we've already recapped one game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not even like point five of a game. Yeah, so Saints 43, Falcons 37. Drew Brees had two touchdown runs in the fourth in overtime. Yeah, that's not what I was expecting. But No, I, I, mean, I when I saw that Drew Brees put a spin move on two guys at once to score his yeah, first rushing that, touchdown. Yeah, that was simulation. Um, that was Michael Vick-esque right there. No, it in, really Except wasn't, instead of a young I mean, mobile quarterback, you have a, it was, the it second. It looked like he was underwater. <laughs> But it worked. I mean, it was, can we it, talk about how on fire Matt Ryan has been? Because he's just been unreal. Yeah, Matt Ryan. After that bad Week One game, he's been playing really good these last two weeks. I mean, Jesus, man! He threw five touchdowns yesterday, <laughs> or not yesterday? He didn't throw five touchdowns on Wednesday. Maybe in practice, but he didn't have a game. Yeah, we'll have to get our Falcons correspondent on that. <sighs> um. What's, what was the next game you want Next to talk game I want to talk about, uh, Chiefs 38, 49ers 27. Uh, do you want to say? I mean, do you know, we don't, you don't know the picks. Uh, oh, okay. Am I just here, am I just here for picks? Because, like, the, the Falcons oh, well. defense. Oh, yeah. Of course, Eric, you, you wanted to say something about the Falcons defense. Go ahead. Yeah, Falcons defense lost another guy this week. Ricardo Allen, I are. Oh, oh they yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. 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 They made um, at this point, the Falcons' defense is basically non-existent. It's pretty and much a shootout every week the Falcons play. But I, I will say, I have not lost any confidence in them because they are built to win shootouts. Yeah, that's are. fair. That's fair. That's that's true. But the Saints are the Saints have literally been built around winning shootouts for like a decade. Yeah, because Drew Brees hasn't really had a defense except for last. He season. had a defense last year, and it. It almost worked. They might have made the Super Bowl if the miracle in Minnesota didn't happen. But all it took was Marcus Williams just to make it. All he had to do was tackle him, and we wouldn't maybe wouldn't have had to deal with Philly. But you know, I, yeah. I still I still think the Saints would have won that game. 
Yeah, against the They Eagles. probably would have, be honest with you. I think they could have beaten them. They Anywho, anyway, let's move on to the next game. Chiefs 38, Niners 27. Um, you know, the Chiefs just doing Chiefs things this season. Patrick Man, 49ers Mahomes are fire. done. 49ers, though. Jimmy Garoppolo, my man. Oh, I get to make fun of you. Okay, you know what? Ever. I, I acknowledge they I were, had a terrible the take, take. The take wasn't going to be right anyway, but now it's like, now it's super not good. You see, now I can just take. say that I, you can't hold it against me because you e, don't okay, know about the injury. Eric, you might not know this take. Ian went on the show in a serious matter and said the 49ers were making the playoffs over the Vikings who won't win the North. I mean, the Vikings not winning the North is not that that's crazy. Not, I mean, that's not crazy, but... Come on. I had more faith in Jimmy Garoppolo in that offense than I probably should have. To be Listen, fair. I have a take out there that says, and Ian knows of this take, that says one day Jimmy Garoppolo will be looked on as the GOAT. But it's going to happen. I recall you tweeting that out and then me flaming you in the DMs. It's going to happen. It's just going to have to wait it's, it's, another no, year. I don't think it is, man. Like, he looks good. He, he, he looked all right. He didn't even look that great this year, to be he honest. He looked all right this season. He looked kind of mid this year. Well, he went all right, down. I've, got, I've got an unpopular take about this game. All right, what is which, it? Which game? There's uh, a night game? No, but the game that we're picking. Jeez, uh, uh, man, Briz. I'm, I'm, so I'm just I'm just trying to make this easier for you. I'm, I'm trying to be a good guest here and, and keep things on the topic. I think Patrick Mahomes is a system court. Mm. Uh, uh, with Andy Reid? Yeah, I, mean, I think without Andy Reid, there is no way in hell he's having... I, I mean, disagree because I don't think Andy Reid is even smart enough at this point in his career to even make Mahomes that good. But I, I don't know if system quarterback. I, I don't... Bro, are you watching Reed in get, Philly. I mean, He's growing to the biggest, to like the most... Wide open holes in football. He is basically running the Jared Goff offense from last year, but Andy Reid's now putting in like college schemes and making NFL defenses look uh, awful. It's it's all Reid. Now I get that you're a salty New York Giants fan, but come on, dude. It, Andy Reid is a great offensive coach. He may not be a, one of the greatest coaches of all time, but he's an offensive guru. He and actually, he, probably is. Um. I don't know what I'd be salty with Andy Reid about because he literally did nothing of relevancy in Philly his whole tenure. But I mean, hey man, you, know, you got to get these jokes off. Jokes over anyway, facts. Anyway, uh, Eric, I just want to say I don't think Patrick Mahomes is necessarily a system quarterback because of Andy Reid. But I do see your point that he is throwing to guys like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt, Sammy Watkins. I think that is a case for why he maybe isn't as good as people are saying. But I'm I'm buying in on the Patrick Mahomes hype at this point. You know, he's thrown 13 touchdowns with no picks yet. He's on fire. And that's pretty much all you can really say about him. You can't just chalk everything up the system immediately. Like, he's played three games. I mean, also, I want to point out three bad defenses. So... Yeah, let that's me, fair. Let me let me see Patrick Mahomes play against a real defense. All right, you know what? That's that's. I a, mean, that's, his first I career NFL game, he still tore things up against the Chargers, who I guess aren't real anymore. But yeah, they like they. I, I I'm out on the Chargers. 
I'm not out on the Chargers yet. I'm not either. I don't think a lot of people well, are. We'll get we'll get to the Chargers in a little bit. Uh, anyways, next game: Dolphins twenty-eight, Raiders twenty. Um, how about these Dolphins? Like, where, where the hell did they come from? I'm, I'm not more on the Dolphins. I'm more about uh, should the Raiders be sweating about Gruden? Uh yeah, I mean, they're 0-3 in the Gruden era, the second yeah, they Gruden might be, era. It might be three games in, but you don't really want to lose your first three games after you just got paid $100 million for 10 years. Yeah, that's a little rough. It's not the best look. They're still confident, I guess, but, you know. Yeah, I, I guess. Marshawn Lynch thinks they're, like, you know, a couple plays away from being a good team. I think they're Khalil Mack away from being two and one, but yeah, that's you know, just that's, my opinion. I mean, that's probably true. <laughs> um, you know, because they decided not to pay Khalil Mack. If Khalil Mack, they'd probably win their last two games. Probably. Especially that Denver game. Yeah, they, they would win. You think they the defense is going to let them just storm down the field like that? No. Eric, as a Broncos fan, I want to hear your take on that, too. Oh, by the way, um, the Broncos' defense is now liability. It's now um, liability. I don't know about that. You would that. think Von Miller uh, and then I drafting don't know the if best pass game against uh, Joe Flacco and the Baltimore Ravens, but every and for that matter, the Seahawks. Every single team, even Derek Carr, had a awesome passing game against us. Like. They're a pass rush defense. They're not really but pass stuff. The, the pass rush hasn't been there since week one since they played a bad offensive ball. Like, they got seven sacks in that game against Seattle, and then in the Oakland game, they only had two. And then against Flacco, they only had two. So, like, it's not – the defense isn't a strength anymore. A lot of people are going to think it is still for a while just because Bob Miller's on there and Bob Miller's still great but one guy is not going to literally their DBs are kind of weak now the the DBs are also now like a major point of concern because um, lost to lead Pac-Man Jones who they signed he's injured Uh, Bradley Roby is now injured um, which means Isaac Yitam is going to be one of the starters this week so it's a little bit bleak as far as coverage goes right now for the Broncos. And outside of, like, Von Miller, the linebackers have not played as well this year because whether you like to admit it or not, the reason the pass rush was so good was because the defense was able to play lockdown man-to-man and give them time to get to the passer. And if they don't have that, like, you can carve this Broncos' offense up on, like, mid-level crossing runs. Probably not going to run on them, though. No, the run defense is still really good, uh, even though uh, Gervais Allen, I still don't know his name. That's that's one of the things, I I guess we're onto this game now. But but like the the Baltimore offense has completely abandoned Alex Collins. Like, I don't know why Uh, exactly they've done that. But Allen has been their number one guy all Maybe they like Allen. I mean, Alex Collins, you know, he had 18 carries last week. I mean, I don't think they're, you know, completely ditching him, but... They're going with Allen more, though. 
All right, so if we're done talking, uh, well, I guess since we pretty much just went over Ravens-Broncos, uh, Ravens won this game 27-14. to um, Next game, Bills-Vikings. Um, yeah, this... Uh, well, I, I don't even... I don't even know what to say about this game. Say. Um, just, just, uh, I believe I said Vikings by... I believe I said Vikings by 80. Yeah, we both um, kind of just... Yeah. We I think I said this, this game was off. the easy... I think I said this was the easiest pick of the year or week. So I think that was Vikings. my lock of the week. Um, yeah, that that was that should have been the lock of the week. That that should have been the lock of the week, but instead Josh but, Allen you know, just tears them up. Shit happens sometimes. You know, it's football. Uh, yeah, that's weird. that's football for you. Um, Twenty-seven to six. I don't think anyone saw the Bills winning this. No, I, I think I weren't, weren't the Vikings like know. seventeen point favorites or something? Or yeah, it was like seventeen and a half. Uh, yeah, and they lost by twenty-one to the Bills. Just not, you know, they didn't even score to the fourth quarter. It's just not a good look. Not a good look for a team that we're now all of a sudden they like, things. They're kind of like not getting beat up by the Rams, but they got beat up by the Bills. Fucking football's weird, man. Well, I I think it was a case of like as much as the coaches aren't going to admit it, like they definitely overlooked it. Yeah, like, I mean, that's. That's probably what happened. They were definitely looking into this game. They're like, oh, we're playing um, Buffalo. They're the like, joke of the league. Like, know? there's no way that they just got... I, I think that was more of a fluke. But it does suddenly put them in a situation where, like, I think if the Vikings were to lose this game this week, they go to Philly next week, and then if you lose there, you're kind of in trouble. So. And it's, you know, they, gotta, they had to win the, this one. I mean, it's like they probably just thought, like, oh, we're at home. It's the Bills, you know. We'll take it. We're not going to take it serious. It was like, well, shit. Yeah, they probably should have because, I mean, I'm not sold on Josh Allen yet. Oh, I'm not sold on anything about Buffalo. But I think this was just a fluke win on a team. I think this makes it harder for Buffalo because now they're like, oh, shit. Buffalo can win games against good teams. Let's, let's just take them a little serious, and now they're going to lose more. Yeah, I think this was just a case of Vi the Vikings playing down to their competition instead of the Bills playing great. But anyways. Uh, so anyways, the Eagles, 20. Indianapolis, 16. Carson Wentz looked rusty, look but not awful. Well, that's expected. I mean, I kind of thought he wouldn't be like Carson Wentz right out you of the look he looked like the one part of his game that looked amazing, though, that was really surprising, was like he's still got it with legs. Like that was the most impressive yeah. part of that game. Like well, he he's, honestly, he's he's an athletic freak. You know, he's not just gonna. He's he's struggled forcing the ball into windows. He struggled with like the arm talent, but like the physical stuff that you saw that you'd be worried about with like an ACL, like. He looked fine. So mechanics, that's a, uh, that's a good sign. Mechanics are normally sign. a little rusty when you come back from an injury like that. But yeah, you know, I mean, they still got the win, so I guess that's really all that matters. Pretty yeah, much. people, people kind of forget Carson Wentz has struggled with mechanics his like entire. Yeah, he, yeah, but he kind of masked it last year because they just did so good. Yeah. So um, next game on the block. Redskins 31, Packers 17. Ugh, this is just weird. This was a weird game. 
Adrian just Peterson, 19 carries. For the second week in a row, Clay Matthews just gets screwed. Third week in a row, Clay Matthews gets called. No, the okay, that Bears one was. The Bears fine. one was, but this is the he's been called for three pass interference or three roughing the passer. Yes, three of them, but two of them weren't. Two of them necessary. weren't roughing the passer, but this one week this week was ridiculous. This week was even worse because this one, the ball was like still in his hand when he hit him. Yeah, I don't think anyone like, had ever been called for roughing the passer. Unless someone was like diving at the knees prior to this season. You just tackled them. Yeah, that was a clean ass tackle. And eight, like this is a simulation because Adrian Peterson did good again. So like, what the fuck? Like Adrian Peterson. No, it's like, not. It's not a simulation. Adrian Peterson's just a good running back. I, yeah, I get that, but Jesus, man, he's also how old, old is he as still dirt, this good? And he's been hurt like the last three seasons. I don't know. Maybe just Washington has a good enough full line for him. Washington's O-line is so underrated, especially because they were all of last year. Uh, but they, uh, that like, Adrian Peterson, for as good as he's been, Chris Thompson has been better. And they have suddenly, like, a two-headed back situation there. Plus, Alex Smith can make, like, three deep throws a game, and that's really all you need. Like, I think Alex Smith is perfect for the Jay Gruden offense. And uh, I think that I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of taking this Redskins team seriously. I think they nah, might be halfway yet. decent this year. Nah. I'd like their wild card like contender. I think maybe, especially mm. with how bad the Cowboys and Giants have looked. Yeah, I'll I'll say I'll say that he's a I'll say that they're a wild card contender right well, now. Cowboys, we all knew the Cowboys were going to look that good. Their defense is dreadful. Our defense is actually really good. Their, their offense sucks, but the defense has played really well the first three weeks. The D line has. The DBs have been questionable. Mm, not against the Giants. Well, the Giants only to restore checkdowns the whole game. That doesn't really test the DBs. It really it doesn't. It was still able to cover pretty well in that Seattle game until. The... I mean, it's it's Seattle. That's also, yeah, their receivers are kind of, you know. Yeah. All right, All right. so moving on, because this is taking way too fucking long. Uh, Panthers 31, <laughs> Bengals 21. Um, there really isn't much to talk about here. Um, you know, Panthers. Get CMC a touchdown. Yeah, please. My fantasy teams need it. I have them in two of my leagues. I need that. Uh, <laughs> Titans 9, Jaguars 6. Um, Boring. Next. One of the worst games ever. That, that game sucked. Fucking field goals. Who wants to watch that, man? Uh, we already talked Ravens, Broncos. Uh, Bryce, congratulations. Your Giants, 27. Texans, 22. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know if it means anything. I don't know if it means we're, we're starting to come alive on offense. I don't know if it means that this is just a fluke. I mean, the Texans well, kind of just sucked out. I don't, know, I mean, I don't know what this means. We didn't have to endure watching Eric Flowers get mauled by J.J. No, we Watt. didn't. We watched a rookie. Or no, well, I don't know if he's. I don't remember if he's a rookie. I don't that was his he first was a start. That's his first start, and he had to go against J.J. Watt. I, so, I, I need, I need, to, I need to ask Briz a question. Briz, are, are you one of these insufferable Giants fans who thinks Eli Manning is not washed. Oh, God. Don't don't no. call it Donnie on the show. No. I, I think I wanted a QB this year. Woo! Eli Watt. All right. Uh, the, another point but for I, me. I, I, I'm okay with... In my campaign. 
Okay, I'm okay with Barkley as long as we get, like, Herbert. Well, you don't know Donnie, but Donnie is insufferable. No, I know people like Donnie. Donnie's insufferable, and he thinks he's... I live on Giants Twitter, and some of them still think Eli's, like, serviceable. I mean, he didn't look bad, and he hasn't looked awful this year, but I still want, like, a QB. Yeah, I would would want a QB, but, like... I wouldn't just throw Eli in the trash yet. He still can oh, get. We can't. Well, with this pick, well, with this pick with Barkley, we can't. So we have to ride Eli this year, no matter what. Well, yeah. Hopefully, it's into a first rounder, like an early first rounder, so we can get Herbert. Yeah, I think it's about right. Uh, Rams, if we get uh, Herbert and Barkley, this will be worth it. All right. Rams thirty-five, Chargers twenty-three. Um, I mean, nothing to say. Nothing really much to say here. Rams doing what the Rams do. Chargers still off to a slow start. I still think they're winning the AFC West. No, no, they're not. Oh wait, shit! The Chiefs. Oh no, I always forget the Chiefs are in the AFC West. Never mind. Oh, I I picked the. I didn't think the the Chiefs would come out this hot, and I picked the Chargers to win the AFC West. I think I think we both picked the Chargers. It's pretty clear the Chiefs are gonna win. Yeah, never mind. Disregard what I just said. Um, How is Tony Romo? All right, Bears 16, Cardinals 14. I just want to dabble on this game a little bit because we got to see the first of Josh Rosen, and the Bears looked incredibly average this game. Yeah, they didn't look great, but, you know, I mean, it's because Mitch Trubisky isn't that good. I think people understand that. He really isn't. He's, he's, listen, man, Watson and Mahomes went after him. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And they traded up for him when they didn't have to. That's true. They would have had him at three. Dallas, yeah. All right, so Seahawks 24, Cowboys 13. Oh, God, Dallas just sucks. Dallas is fucking awful. They just, they just smell. They smell bad. Yeah. Uh, is Earl Thomas the most badass, like, player in history? Just I wouldn't hold- say he's the most badass player of all time, but... No, no, but like, I mean, right bowing now, to the Cowboys sideline was a pretty baller move, but like Earl Thomas, man. He basically he's he does the holding thing where he doesn't practice. He he gets all chummy with like Jason Witten before the game, gets the interception bows. He basically says, Fuck you to the Seahawks and fuck you yeah. to the Cowboys. He just all the like the, the guy just needs to, like they need to trade him or they need to pay him because like he's one of the best defensive players in. The he he wasn't even the most badass safety during the LOB era on that team. Oh yeah, Cam obviously was. Cam Chancellor was. Oh my god, if you even saw him on the field, you just shit yourself. I would shit. Bro, if I saw him on the field and he was coming at me, I'd just fall over. Like, I'm not dying. Take a knee, maybe take a huge hit, and then the you see penalty. what he did to Vernon Davis and Vernon uh, Davis. I try not big. to because I Davis feel like I got a concussion dude. from that hit. Oh my god, I felt sick after watching that. Jesus, that, oh that was legal. God. He'd be fucking kicked out for that today, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, we're going to the Sunday night game. Um, this game sucked to watch. Uh, Lions mm. twenty six. Patriots ten. I'm not so scared so. yet, but I am a little concerned. I I wouldn't be in panic mode. Oh, that scared. Oh, you're, you're one of the, Are you are you those 
uh, cliff theory. Listen, I am so anti everyone freaking out. Patriots lose. I haven't done it ever before, but this feels like the time to get on board with it. Because suddenly you have Josh Gordon who, like, no matter what Josh McDaniels says, I don't trust Josh Gordon until I see him play a game and until I see him play for a whole season. And I don't think that's going to happen. He's, I think he's he, obviously not playing for a whole season this year. He's already missed, like, three games. He's missed, <laughs> right. he's, he's been, he's missed the last two games. Right, but if he doesn't play more than six games for the Patriots, like, I mean, I would consider that not an amazing. Well, then they walk. just get the they just get their investment back. So yeah, they get like, a fifth right. round pick back. So right, like. right, right. But you're missing my point here. You then you you get Julian Edelman back. Yes, but how do we know he's going to look good coming off an ACL? And honestly, that like extra time though. And then no, the other thing was you looked at this Patriots team in the offseason and you said the strength was the running backs, and now they've become a liability. Because uh, yes. Sony, Sony Michelle doesn't look good. Rex Burkhead's out for the year. Jeremy Hill's out for the year. James White, as much as I love watching him play, he's a slot receiver. He's not a running back. Well, he, and he can run the ball. It's not like... They don't run it with him, Owen. Well, he's not affected. never really even had a running back. I don't even I, think you can count Blount, because Blount was like a goal line guy. Yeah, Blount, Blount was mostly Blount, goal Blount. line carries. But um, yeah. I well, mean, I'm not I'm not concerned about the running game because the Patriots are usually a passing offense, even with their running backs. I'm more concerned about this defense because this defense yikes. was supposed to be better. Uh, a They're lot bad. better. I think. Okay, honest take here. I think Tom Brady looks like he's taken a step back as far as his arm strength is. Like mm-hmm. there were a few passes in that Sunday night game where there was the one to Gronkowski down the sideline that fell. Okay, well, uh, that one was in double coverage. That's a tough one to place for any quarterback. Yeah, but... Okay, fair. And then there was the one where he just overshoots everyone. It, it, he, does, he doesn't look as good as he looked last year and, or, or any other year of his career. I think this is one of the worst starts he's ever had. Is that I a mean, fair? It's expected. He's... 41, you know, I mean... I don't know. Right, no, no, I don't care if it's expected. Ian, is that a fair assessment? It's a fair assessment. I've never said it wasn't a fair assessment. He's looked incredibly average this season. He's like the number 25 quarterback right now. But, I mean, this also has a lot of shades to, like, you know, the 2014 season. I don't think... I don't know if that's exactly how it's going to go this year. But, you know, it's week three. I'm not too scared yet. I am a little concerned, but it's like, it's not... I'm I'm not like you know calling it on the season yet. I am, I what I am a little irritated about though, is that like of like the eight or nine guys that we drafted this season, there's like two, two rookies on our active roster right now, and the rest of them either got cut on the practice squad or they are on IR. Oh my God, Sony Michelle and Keon Crossan, who was a seventh round cornerback, are our only two healthy rookies right now. And I mean, Jawan Bentley. Obviously, he, I I had so many high hopes for him this season. He had a beautiful interception that he played perfectly against the Lions. Now he's out for the season when I didn't even know he was hurt. So that just sucks. 
Can we start talking about the Dolphins Patriots game? Uh, actually, we're gonna talk about uh, one last game. We're gonna talk. This we're gonna talk, uh, we'll talk last game. Steelers thirty, Buccaneers twenty-seven. Fitzmagic looks incredibly average, but I still think he's good. I don't season. know if four hundred yards plus that's not average. three touchdowns. Well, is he also average. had three interceptions. Yes, but that's still four hundred yards plus and three touchdowns. He is my is. favorite quarterback to watch in the NFL. Really? Like he is, he's only good in contract years. Like, like, we made, Bryce, we made it's this point. almost incredible. We made this point last episode where, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick, if teams were smart, they'd be offering him one-year contracts, but they just keep trying to keep him around. I don't know if it wouldn't work, though, but... Well, if, if in theory he's only good in contract he, He'd years. eventually say, all right, listen, I've been balling out these last couple of years. You need to pay me long-term or I'm leaving, you know? Mm, but, probably. Listen, man, Fitzpatrick... I don't think I'm giving up on Fitzpatrick yet because he. I know he threw three picks. If he threw three picks against a defense that sucks, but he still didn't look like. I mean, other than the three picks, I mean, they're trusted. He threw fifty passes. I mean, they obviously still trust him. All right, so I think with that, we're gonna move on to our picks. Uh, evidently, my point spreads are wrong because I. Did them a couple of days ago, so I'm gonna have to. Matter what the spread is. I, li- I like saying I like this. I like saying the spread. But um, first game, uh, Falcons favored by four at home against the Bengals. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take that and agree. I think it's gonna be more than four. Are you serious? I do think so. I think the Bengals have been playing way more than four. Not great competition. Uh, my line says three and a half, but on ESPN. Uh, the score. Oh, okay. Because I'm on. E- I I get ESPN for all my betting lines. Um. Yeah, the Falcons are gonna win though, like by way more than four. Man, no. I think you're right. All right, um, Eric. What do you think about Fitzpatrick? No, we're talking Bengals Falcons. Ooh, I'm gonna take Falcons because they're built to win in shootouts. Cincinnati's. I don't even know if Cincinnati. I guess they do have an offense that can put out numbers against a bad defense. They got a really good defensive line. I'll give them their, their yeah, defensive yeah. line has. I don't know if that's line. enough. That's not going to be enough, but I don't think it's enough. I, I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Uh, that they've their defensive line. I is think Cincinnati is a little underrated, though. Yeah, they're definitely. Sl- they're they're first in the NF or the AFC North right now. AJ Green is Shout expected out. to play in this game. He is Shout out AJ Green though, because he's he's a beast. So that's good. He was injured. He had the quad thing Sunday, but he's expected to play in this game. All right, next game on the chopping block: Buccaneers at Bears. Bears favored by three at home. You know, I think I'm going to have to say the Bears win this one. I think their defense is good enough to hold off Fitzpatrick in the deep ball. I think they're going to be able to stop it. All right. So I'm going to take the Bears. And their de- and here's the problem with the Bucks is they're they're like a glass cannon. Their offense has been really good, but their defense sucks. Yeah. Well, their defensive line has been awesome. Though. Like if you've watched the defensive line play, they get like they got pressure to bend a lot in that game, and I don't think the Bears' offensive line is that good. I, I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this game. E- even if Fitzpatrick struggles, I think that 
the Buccaneers' defense could get enough pressure on Trubisky that he's looked pretty average all year anyways, that they can force him to make some mistakes. Yeah, I'm taking the Buccaneers in this one. I'm taking them in the upset. Um, I do think that the Bears are going to give Fitzpatrick a tough time, but at the same time, I feel like the Buccaneers' pass rush is also going to give Trubisky a really tough time, and I think it's going to it's gonna have a bigger impact on uh, Trubisky than it is on Fitzpatrick. I don't know about that, man. Cole Mack, no joke. Well, they're going to be du- they should be doubling Mack, which yeah, could lead but- to other issues, but you know. That's yeah. I mean, that Khalil Mack is not the only good player on that defense. I suppose Especially not. if they start if they start using that rookie, you know, a little guy named uh, Roquan Smith, going to be very dangerous. Yep, yep, that's pretty dangerous. All right, next game: Lions at Cowboys. Dallas favored by three at home. Uh, I'm taking the Lions because ye old Thanksgiving matchup. I'm taking the Lions as well. I think they're going to be pretty hyped up after their win. Yeah, they're going to ride that Patriots. momentum against the Patriots and they're going to ride that to a big punt. Big punt. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I know we are shit. Did he, did but, he catch uh, it? Oh, he didn't catch no, it. No. That missed by like a while, but that, uh, there's some balls on Sean McVay right there. Fake punt. All right. All right. Our first uh, fake punt alert of the season. That's you by Eric That's not true. But no, our, the first one we've had on pod. Yeah, but there's only one game at best on the pod. Though. Yeah, that's probably a one-time thing. Well, but still, yeah, you celebrating. Riz, why are you so negative all the time? Because there was one that worked earlier in the year. <laughs> all right, man. All right, so, Eric, what, what, what's your take on Lions-Cowboys? Uh, I like the Lions. I've been high on the Lions all off season. I think their offense is taking off right now. I love on Johnson. think the Lions win this one. All right. Uh, a little point of note: There's a lot of tickets still available for this game, from what I'm seeing, and they're as low as six dollars. So if any, <laughs> we have any listeners in the Dallas area, and you're looking for something to do this Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern time, you can get tickets for six bucks. I, I, I personally would not watch Dallas play for money. I mean, watch six Detroit bucks. Play. That's like a sub from Subway. I personally would also not want to pay to watch Detroit play either. That's fair. That's a fair but, one. No, I, not I, I could see why there's a lot of tickets available for this. Yeah. Huh. Especially after how Dallas played last week. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bills at Packers. Packers are 9.5 point favorites at home. Uh, I'm taking that's, that. That's a little disrespectful considering, but I'm going to take Green Bay. I can't take Buffalo. That's it's It's too crazy. I can honestly see them winning this game. But it's too crazy for me. Yeah, after after them. the Minnesota game, you can't really rule it out. But at the same time, it, it, it's Buffalo. It's yeah. It's, Everyone on the Packers offense outside of Aaron Rodgers on like looked awful against Washington. Um, so I don't know. I I think you guys aren't giving Buffalo a lot of credit. I'm gonna take the Packers, but I feel like this game's like a total coin flip for me because the the Bills defense the last two weeks has really stepped up. Two yeah. weeks ago though, this wouldn't even have been like a debate. Oh yeah, no, this would have been a lock, probably. But now that they just beat the Vikings, it's like, well mm. Maybe you should give them a little credit. Maybe a little yeah. bit. Maybe just a slight like a tip and a hat. Oh yeah, everybody probably is. 
Alright, so next game. Eagles at Titans, Philadelphia, three and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, I'm going to have to take that. I'm, I'm going to take Philly, too, man. Tennessee has won their last two games, but that doesn't mean they look that great. No, they've, they've been incredibly average. They just got lucky that Jacksonville fell flat. Jacksonville, they normally beat Jacksonville, but they need the fake punt against Houston. The fake yeah. punt, the fake punt, that was cool, though. Was I just don't cool. think they're going to beat Philly. Right, next game. Uh, speaking of the Texans, Texans at Colts. Colts only a one-point favorite at home. I don't know who to pick. <laughs> I mean... I want to say the Texans, but I've picked the Texans for all three games, and they've lost every single game. I think I'm just going to take the Colts. I mean, why not? The Colts' defense, like the most shocking storyline of the so far, has been the fact that this Colts' defense that everyone, for good reason, just mercilessly trashed all offseason is suddenly, like, one of their biggest assets. Like, this defense is really good. I, uh, I'm i going to take the Colts in this one, but mm. I just wanted to give a shout-out to the Colts' defense, which is actually really good. Yeah, forgetting any uh, listeners, like if Malik Hooker happens to be listening to this, we'd love to have you on the pod. Yeah, Hooker, you're a beast, man. Yeah. Uh, me, myself, I'm taking the Texans in this one. I feel like this is Deshaun Watson's game where he finally figures it out. The rest of the offense figures it out. The defense figures it out. I feel like everyone figures it out in this game. Texans win this game. No, man, we'll see. Hmm. All right, here's a game that's going to be fun. Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots somehow getting the six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I feel like all signs ah. should have leading to Dolphins being the favorite in this game, but... See, here's my thought on the Dolphins. Like, the Dolphins are kind of like the Chiefs in that I feel like they haven't... Well, they're not like the Chiefs. They haven't beaten a real team yet. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm taking the Dolphins in this game just because I'm the storyline of the Patriots' demise. Sorry, Ian. No, but, uh, but, like, it would not shock me at all if, like... This game is most likely going to be like the Tom Brady throws for 500 yards and six touchdowns, and the Patriots win like 42 to 17. I would like, not mind that. Like this, this feels like it's that kind of game. But as much as I want to, like, it, it w- I wouldn't feel right picking against the Dolphins when they have a shot to because I think if the Dolphins beat the Patriots, then there is cause for like real. And like real questions because suddenly you're down almost two games in the division. Uh, actually, if the Patriots lose this game, they'll be three games down in the division because yeah. the Dolphins are three and zero. The Patriots are one and two. So if the Dolphins go to four and zero and the Patriots go to one and three, that's not that's not a good position. Like I in. still bet on the Patriots winning that division and making the playoffs, or even making the playoffs as a wild card team if that happened. But it would make the seat the rest of the season a lot more interesting. Oh yeah, definitely. But um, also just a torment it would cause Ian would be enjoyable. Oh, you, the tr- oh my Twitter feed. I'm already imagining. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. I think 
Bill Belichick and the Patriots staff understands that this game is a must-win, and I think if they come up with something to get the win here, I because th- they know they know if they lose this game, their situation is not good. It's already not good, but now it's extremely not good. So I think they're gonna somehow, some way, get this win this week. All right, just because they have to. I'm I'm picking the Patriots too. Um, I do think that Bill Belichick is gonna finally figure it out. Um, <laughs> this defense is not gonna look good, but I think the offense is gonna start firing up, and I think that's what's gonna be key to the Patriots winning this game. All right, next game. Jets at Jaguars, Jacksonville seven and a half point favorites at home. Uh, I'm taking that because it's the Jags. The Jets have looked average, not bad. I would argue that they've been looking around the same level as the Patriots. But I'm, gonna, I'm taking the Jags too. Um, go Jags! I'll go Jags. Here's the problem. I think the Jets have either. It's it's gonna be interesting because they just got absolutely shocked on prime time by a rookie QB. They're either gonna react in a way that's negative or they're gonna gas themselves up and start playing at a higher level. Now I don't think they could play at their highest level. I don't think they're gonna be Jacksonville, but we'll see what it does for the rest of the year. I think I think you're exactly right, Bryce. <laughs> All right, next game, Browns at Raiders. Oakland is the two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking them. They looked really good with Baker. Got to take the Browns. Got to take the Browns. If you don't take the Browns here, like, you're not human. You don't have a soul. I'm taking the Browns. I I, I love the Baker Mayfield aspect of it. I think he's going to ball out. I think he's going to ball out, too. I'm soulless. The Raiders are winning. Come on, mm. listen. The black hole needs. Boo. Okay, okay. Boo. Listen. Boo. I will John Gruden. Brace, brace, okay. Brace, brace. Let let me lay it out because I can tell you're a logical guy. Let me lay this out logically for you. Miles Garrett is tied with Von Miller for the league lead in sacks. The uh, is your name not Bryce? His name is Bryce. We've been calling him Briz. I didn't want. Oh, I didn't want to correct you on the uh, podcast, but now that we're here, well, Bryce, let me lay this out for you, man. Miles Garrett has been the best, arguably the best pass rusher in the league. The secondary has looked tremendous. Amari Cooper can't get open. The Raiders' offensive line struggled against the Dolphins. The pass rush can't get to anybody, and the corners gave up almost 300 yards to the Dolphins' offense through the air alone. So, I don't know, man. Like, to have that much confidence in the Raiders, I think, is misplaced. They are a bad team. The Browns are the better football team. I wouldn't call it confidence in the Raiders. I'm I'm kind of picking them as, like, John Gruden is kind of in, like, Probably self-defense mode right now. No, he's not. He's oh, I think he is. If he loses this game to the Browns, his oh credit- my god, Al Davis yeah. is not going to fire John Gruden. John Gruden, no, he cares about his public image though, and his credibility. No, no, no. Al his Davis credibility loves as John a coach. Gruden. 
It's you may, he may as well. He's on the hot seat. Oh no, he's not. he's not. He's not. But if he loses to the Browns, it's not a good look. Right, but Al Davis isn't going to care. He's not going to make any changes. Like, sure, John Gruden's not going to be happy, but John Gruden is in zero job, of, zero danger of losing his job in the next three years. Book it. It's mm. probably right. true because they signed him for 10. Yeah, I, I wouldn't commit to a coach for 10 years. But Never. you did for $100 million total. So, congrats. Smart move well, I mean, I think if he loses to the Browns, Al Davis is going to start questioning what that $100 million is going to. Yeah. Well, they can't They can't back out of it. It's guaranteed money. Yeah, that's right. It's true. It, like, I, I, I don't think you understand how bad of an owner Al Davis is. No, he's, yeah, he's not great. I, I don't think you understand how little... How how few fucks this guy gives about if his football team's good or not. He's probably like he, <laughs> up there with Jerry Jones. Well, you see, Jerry oh, Jones, Jerry, he's the general Jerry manager, too, so he at him. least like knows football and shit. <sighs> Jerry, and Jerry keeps Jerry Jason around because Jason's a puppet. I, I'd, I say Gruden, I'd say Gruden's less of a puppet than Jason Garrett. Uh, Gruden, oh man, I think he's just going to figure it out this week. Alright, alright. Moving on to the who gives a fuck game of the week. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle favored by three. Let's be honest. Who gives a fuck? How is it only favored? Bro, 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 bro. It's Josh Rosen's first start. People care. Nationally. No, no one no one cares. Alright. It's I, they really don't. It's hard to care about. It's hard to get games. excited. Cool. Josh Rosen's starting, but like when you think of all I the rookie David quarterbacks Josh this season, Josh Rosen is easily the most forgettable out of all these quarterbacks. He could probably be the best. He looked the best in the preseason, arguably. Yeah, he did look good in the preseason. But still, I mean, when you think of, like, all the first-round quarterbacks that were taken... Ian, that's just a purely bad take from you, dude. That's... Okay, well, who's a less relevant first-round pick at quarterback this year's draft? Lamar Jackson. Not even in the slightest. More people care about Lamar. I mean, you can make the case for maybe Darnold, but, like... No. People are saying Darnold had no, the biggest upside. No, you can't, because Darnold's made every start. He has made every start. Rose is a good ball out. People are going to respect him. Are you Are you taking the Cardinals in this game, Eric? Yeah, I am going to take the Cardinals in this Damn, game. I think that's right. nuts, because they suck. Yeah, they well, suck. Seattle sucks. Oh, I did, really. I'm talking about balls. You guys just yelled at me for five minutes about how I picked Oakland. That's but, not that ballsy of a pick, but... Uh, <laughs> why'd you yell at me for so long? <laughs> because you're rooting against America's team, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, brother, this is, this well, is just too, getting... That this, might be too all right, far. Eric, Bryce, that, are you, Bryce, you're taking the Seahawks in this, right? Yeah. All right, moving on. Should. Moving on. <laughs> all right, Saints-Giants. Saints favored by three and a half on the road. I want to take the Giants so bad because I really think they can do it. But I just have to pick the Saints. Like, this is this isn't... Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is a fucking animal. <sighs> Todd Gurley, you monster, you. All right, anyways, <sighs> enough with the Thursday Night Football updates. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints oh, in this one. Oh, it's coming back. Oh, it's coming back. Oh, you know what? There's probably a block in the back there, wasn't there? Yeah, probably. All right, so anyways... <sighs> So I'm going to take the Saints here just because, you know, I think the Saints are a lot more proven of a team than the Giants are. Uh, Saquon could go off this game, 
and just have a monster performance. And that might be what it would take for the this Giants. This is going to be a shootout. I think it will be a shootout because neither of these two teams have very convincing defenses. But offensively, I think the Saints are on another level compared to the Giants. So that's why I'm going to take the Saints. I don't here. know if that's true, though. They're kind of similar. I mean, Drew Brees I mean, the Saints are the better ball. quarterback. I Michael mean, Thomas is insane. But I'd say the Giants have the deeper receiving core. That, Barkley you know, and Kamara are close. I think I'm going to... I would uh, say. I don't know. I, I'm still taking the Saints on this one. I'm going to be safe and pick the Saints, but I really think the Giants can win this. I think the Giants can win this, but I'm gonna. I think it's gonna be the Saints. Um, Eric, what do you think? Uh, gotta go Saints. All right. Uh, 49ers at Chargers. Chargers ten point favorites at home. Uh, I'm taking that because the 49ers are done. Yeah, the 49ers are done, so the Chargers should easily win this. Uh, yeah. How unlucky, though, the 49ers were. They lost their running back before the season started. Now they lost their QB. It's just not a good time in San Fran right now. It really isn't. Uh, I have a question about this game for you guys to uh, think about, though. And um, Do you think that Matt Breida is going to like start going off on offense now that they really don't have a passing attack? He was already doing pretty good, but I think he's obviously going to get a bump now because they're going to pass less. What do you think, Eric? Uh, what What was the question? Okay, I got sucked in by the Twitterverse for half a second. Uh, do you think that with Jimmy Garoppolo going down for the season, that Matt Breed is going to get a big bump in uh, production? Probably, but I would argue no because they're be going run out constantly. So I'm gonna say actually no because hmm. even if they give him touches, sure he'll have more touches, but I don't think he's that great a running back. I mean, he's averaging like what nine yards a carry or something, right? Something like that. Something absurd it, like that. I don't know. I don't buy him yet. All right, and uh, you you said did you say you were taking the Chargers in this one, Eric? Or I don't remember if you said your pick. Uh yeah, I gotta take the Chargers. Obviously, I'm not yeah. picking the Forty Niners for the rest of the year until CJ Beathard shows me that he's like even decent. I may so. take him against the Cardinals, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll have to see oh, how CJ no, Beathard looks. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the Sunday night game: Ravens at Steelers. Pittsburgh favored by three. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens in this one because they've just looked like the better team. You know, Same. I'm going to take Pittsburgh because I feel like maybe they figured something out because they they won a tough game. They they won a good confidence building game on Monday night. I think they're going to carry it into this week, especially because it's the Ravens and their biggest rival. Hmm. Okay. Well. Uh, the whole thing about the Steelers is that uh, weren't they up like twenty to nothing at the at one point? They were up a lot, and they kind and of they kind of just collapsed. And I feel like the Ravens will be able to take advantage of that if that happens again. I don't know because the Bucks' offense is better than the Ravens' offense right now. Oh so yeah, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I, I I feel like I feel like the Ravens can pull this one off. I mean, the Steelers are favored by three right now, but it's not like. 
it's not like you know it, it could go either way it could go either way so three right. is a pretty realistic line yep and then last game the monday night game chiefs at broncos kansas city favored by five on the road uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs on this one as my lock of the week. I don't know about lock of the week, but I'm definitely going Chiefs. Eric? Uh, I'll go Chiefs as well, and I'll call, uh, if we're pressing for locks of the week, I'll say, uh, uh, I'll throw some onions out there. I'll say that the Falcons are my. The Falcons are your locks of the week. So, Bryce, who's your lock of the week? I'd probably have to agree with Eric. I mean, the Bengals and Falcons is just kind of a weird game, and the Falcons are way better. So I I take that too. Yeah, all right. You know, it would have it would have been Green Bay and Buffalo. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm a week not ago, that sure. A week ago, this would have been that would have been my lack of the week easily, and I don't think anyone would debate that. But um, alas, here we are. Yeah, simulation um, we live in. Yeah, this is a crazy-ass simulation. Donald <sighs> Trump's president, the Browns won a football game, and the Patriots are sub-500. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a time. This is a society. That's all we <laughs> Watch know. the world burn. We live in a society. This is Do a it. society. All right. So just a quick recap. Uh, Jets at Jaguars, we all picked the Jaguars. Dolphins at Patriots. I think we all picked the Patriots. Or no, Eric, you said the Dolphins, right? Yeah. All right. Eagles at Titans. We all said the Eagles. Texans at Colts. I said Texans. Bryce and Eric said the Colts. Bills at Packers. We all said the Packers. Lions at Cowboys. We all said the Lions. Buccaneers at Bears. I said Buccaneers. Bryce said Bears. And Eric, you said Buccaneers, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, Bengals at Falcons. We all said the Falcons. Uh, Seahawks at Cardinals. Uh, me and Bryce picked the Seahawks. Uh, we all picked the Seahawks in this one, right? Or no, no you, you, Eric went Cardinals. Eric, you did go Cardinals, oh, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, my CTE is killing me right now. Okay, <laughs> uh, Browns at Raiders. Eric and I went with the Browns. Bryce went with the Raiders. Uh, Saints at Giants. We all went the Saints. 49ers, Chargers. We all went the Chargers. Ravens, Steelers. Uh, I went Ravens. Bryce went the Steelers. And I forgot what Eric went for. Ravens. Eric, you went with Ravens. Okay. And then Chiefs at Broncos. We all went with the Chiefs. So we got how many different matchups this week? One, two, three, four. So four different matchups this week for the actual pickums. So, uh, yeah, this could do a little shakeup in the Ross or in the uh, standings. Uh, just to remind in our theory. listeners. Uh, I am only one game back. So, you know, maybe if I get some good picks in this week. We'll, uh, we'll shoot ahead a little bit, but uh, we'll just have to see about that. We can only, in theory, go ahead three games at most. True, but I mean, you know, could happen. All right, anyways, we're going to switch on to college football now. And uh, our week four recap. So I can't seem to remember for the life of me what this, what our week four picks were. I think I got a concussion think, over the weekend, to be quite honest. I think you picked you picked Texas over TCU, and I did. I remember that much. We both picked Alabama, but there was another game that I can't seem to remember. But you did better than me. 
I know that. Because I think I went 1-2 and two and you went 2-1. and one. What was the last game that we picked? I think you had it oh, right. Oh, wait, I have it written down. Shit. Um, oh, that would have helped. Alabama, Texas A&M. So we both picked Bama on that one. Bama won handily. Um, it was Oregon, Stanford. Oregon, Stanford. Yes. And so I picked Oregon. I think we both picked Oregon, didn't we? Or did I pick Stanford? You, you went 2-1, I think, because you picked Texas. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't really matter, but... Um, yeah, so anyways, not a whole lot to really talk about here. I mean, none of these games are particularly close. I don't well, the Stanford-Oregon one... Stanford-Oregon was by a touchdown. Oh, you know what? I did pick Oregon, I remember, because I wanted to... Because I, I remember I picked a couple upsets this week. So we both went one and two then. Yes. Oregon should have won this game, though. Uh, I may have been uh, drinking at that point, so I don't really remember what happened well, in this game. Well, like, it, it was a very weird game. Yeah, why don't you fill us in with what happened? Cause... Well, there was one touchdown. They got called back because he, the ball didn't go past the pylon, but the player did. I and then, thought that by rule, it did. The ball itself didn't have yeah, to. Yeah, the, the ball does did. have to. Yes, the, the ball, ball does, does have, have to. to it doesn't happen that much, though. The only other time I've seen it happen was Patriots Seahawks in the regular season on a two point conversion, which you might remember, you might not. Was that? I remember. Was that? That was that. Twenty twelve. No, it was. It couldn't have been twenty sixteen because I was at that game. I don't remember what year it was, but there was a two-point conversion where the, the, the player's entire body was over the goal line, and the ball was not, and it wasn't, and they didn't give him two points. Uh, were, wait, were they in New England or were they in Seattle? I think they were in New England. You see, I was at that game in 2016 when Seattle was at New England, but I can't. Oh my God. I, I I don't remember that ever happening. I remember it happening though. I don't remember the player, but I remember it happening. But, yeah, so they didn't get the touchdown because they actually lost the ball. They, <laughs> the center snapped it over Herbert's head, and Stanford recovered it for a touchdown. Actually, they took it all the way back <laughs> on the fumble recovery. That's wild. And that was pretty much the turning point. It it was a very weird game that Oregon just should have won. Hmm. All right, then. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're going to go into our week five picks of the week. So like, uh, just Four a reminder, games of the week. uh, we, the way we do this, we don't keep track of records. It's purely for fun. Just talk about college football a little bit. Bryce and I are not college, college football experts. Comes back. We do not claim to be college football experts. In fact, we are pretty far from it. Same. Yeah, none of us, none of us are too smart when it comes to college. Like I watch the Pac-12 a lot. I know a lot about the Pac-12, but Pac-12 after dark, it's a good time. Yeah, the only thing I know about college football is that my school sucks at it. All right. So okay, so, so our three what, games what of the was week. our games? Our what three games, games of the week: going? Ohio State, Penn State. Notre Dame. Okay, Stanford, I want to talk about that one for a second. And Oregon Ohio State, and Penn State. Ohio State, Penn State. People pretend there's some people that pretend this isn't a rivalry. It, it's a rivalry. Two of the best teams in the Big Ten. It it is. It might be a bigger rivalry than Ohio State Michigan is right now because Michigan. Well, no. Because Penn State 
is a little, I think is a little better than Michigan. So. Uh, yeah, no, you're definitely right, Bryce. Michigan, I mean, they can't really stand up to Ohio State, can they? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I'm going to take Ohio State in this. I mean, this one hurts oh, yeah. for me either way because I'm a Wisconsin fan, so, like, Ohio State and Penn State have both beaten oh, the hell out of us the last Everyone years. hates you. Jesus. And I, but, hate, I hate just about everyone. Um, yeah, I'd probably take Ohio State, too, even though it isn't, you know, the whiteout, but I'm, yeah, I don't think it matters. I think Ohio State going to win. I think Ohio State does win, yeah. Eric, what do you think? I like Dwayne Haskins a lot. I think he's looked like I've only watched like one Ohio State game, but from what I saw in that game, like her pundits, like I like Dwayne Haskins a lot. Yeah, all right. So next game, we got Notre Dame Stanford. Notre Dame favored by five and a half at home. You know, I don't know. Who's going to win this one? Yeah, I'm really not sure either. Because, like, Stanford is the higher-ranked team. Because Stanford kind of got lucky against Oregon, but they still didn't. They still played good. But Notre Dame, I mean... Notre Dame is... I mean, they're good. Notre Dame is not somebody, especially at home, that's easy to beat. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to take Notre Dame. Probably have to agree, only because it's in South Bend. If it was in Stanford Stadium, I mean, I feel like then... if they were in Stanford, they'd still be the f- Notre Dame would still be the favorite, but it would be oh, like a one and a half. Oh, they'd probably be the favorite, but I'd probably take Stanford if they weren't in South Bend. Yeah, Eric, what do you think? I gotta go with my Pac-12 boys. I think Stanford has been by far the best team in Pac-12, even though they had to come back against Oregon. Uh, I think the defense is going to step up this week, as it had until they played Oregon. And I think I'm going to go Stanford in this one. All right. Uh, last game. Jake Costello, no joke at quarterback, by the way. Yeah? Yeah, he's right. pretty good. So our last game of the week, we're going over to the Pac-12 a uh, conference showdown. Number 19, Oregon, going up against number 24, California. Oregon, one and a half point favorites on the road. I'm going to take Oregon. I think they're just going to bounce back uh, uh, after what happened against Stanford, and I think they're going to take it out on Cal. I do agree. I do believe that Oregon is going to win this game. It's a little intriguing why they're only a point and a half favorites, but... Probably just what happened last week. I think that is the case. And they are on the road, so. I do see why there's. Uh, I, I do see why the line is pretty small. Yeah. But right. I think they're gonna win. So, Eric, what do you think? I spaced out again. Uh, Oregon, is- California. Oh, got gotta go. Got to go upset here. Cal's defense has been baller this season. Um, and, you know, sometimes you just got to go with the baller defense over the great uh, QB. 
Oh, who's Robert Woods high-fiving with? Is that a famous rapper? Uh, I can't really tell, because he's kind of dressed like one, but like... Or was it just a bro, just, just a homie It just might have just been out. a homie just chilling. <laughs> Dude was like, standing up, like... You know, I mean, that, that was pretty cool. Are we in agreement, though, that this is a pretty big game for Herbert? And oh, yeah, this is a huge game for Herbert. bring to the NFL level. Definitely. I mean, I feel like every game is at this point. Yeah, that may be true. You know, he's... I don't know where he's projected to go in the draft, because he is uh, eligible to be drafted, right? Yeah. Is he, is he a senior? Uh, no, he's a junior. He's a junior. Okay. I honestly don't... Like, he's, he's going to get way overdrafted. QBs in this year's draft class, but like honestly, with the rest of the talent in the in the draft class, you should realistically probably be like a late first round pick. Late first round pick. Really? And and he's like the best quarterback probably in this draft class. Like very like this this class is like stacked with like I know Nick Bosa's out for the year, but like he is, was is he out for the year. Get, yeah, Ooh. he's gonna get taken high because he's good. And I mean, like the line, the line, like defensive pass rushers, like this is the draft for them. And if the NFL's kind of shifted to if you can get a pass rusher, you can win. Um, so I think they're going to go really early. Uh, but I don't know that much about the draft. So I just know it's full of like good linemen. So, yeah, all right. So uh, we're going to do our last little college football thing. Uh, without you guys looking, what do you guys think is the number value for the largest line this week? We got a big one this week. Uh, 40. 40 from Eric. Bryce, what do you think? We go 47 and a half. 47 and a half. All right. Wow, Bryce, you were very close. Uh, Alabama against unranked Louisiana. Not Louisiana State, not Louisiana Tech. The University of Louisiana. Alabama's favored <laughs> by 48 and a half. So close. By the way, with an over you, with an over under of sixty eight. I'll take I'll take the over. Like I know everyone hates on Alabama, but like they are getting away with fucking murder if you look at their schedule. They play legitimately nobody. Yeah, bro, you, you've made this point in the past, haven't you? <laughs> Maybe they have. I mean, they don't really play a lot of strong teams. Like, until they play LSU, I think, in, like, week nine. I don't know if LSU's LSU schedule is so tough that I don't know if LSU will even be a strong game by the time they get to Alabama. I don't I don't even think they play, like, they don't even play Georgia as, like, no, an, as one of their no, out-of-conference. they don't. So... Like they're they're pretty set. Like, I mean, obviously you know Auburn, but that's at the end of the year, right? All right. So with that, we're just about done with college football. Bryce has a little he wants to talk about for NBA. I want to give a quick Thursday night football score update, though. Uh, the third quarter just ended. It's uh, Los Angeles thirty-eight, Minnesota twenty-eight. Um, this game's been an offensive shootout. I mean, the Rams, I think the Rams are still going to pull this off, but it's been a fun game to watch, especially while doing this podcast. All right. All right, so onwards to Jimmy Butler. Yes, so since last week, Jimmy Butler has still not moved. The only thing that's really changed is, well, where he wants to go. 
which is really weird. So, uh, Bryce, where do you think that he... Well, alright, so where he wants to go... I think he said he wants to go to Miami, right? Yes, his preferred destination is officially Miami. But the thing is, he also has zero say in this. Yes. Here's another weird thing, actually, before we uh, started the show up. Uh, Minnesota actually uh, tried to get Ben Simmons. Oh, I did for, see that. And uh, they uh, shot that down pretty fast. So That would be funny, though, because Philly would kind of just... I think it's funny that they even tried that. You know, it's like it's like when um, just before the Patriots traded Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers, uh, John Lynch asked Bill Belichick if Tom Brady was available. <laughs> and Belichick shot it down. That I that still makes me laugh when I think about it. Yeah, um, I mean Butler. It's interesting because he still hasn't moved. I guarantee you, I would bet anything that by the time we do the next episode, Butler will be on a new team. Maybe even before this episode even comes out, Butler will be on yeah. a new team. Potentially but, uh, Friday day, Friday uh, Wojbaum. Friday or Saturday before the episode goes up. He might be on a different team. So it's weird because normally he would have been dealt by it. Like any other team would have traded him by that. Yeah, but I mean, the question has to be where is he going to go? And obviously, there oh, uh, he can go anywhere. Yeah, obviously, this is a tougher question to ask than like, where will a free agent go? Because Every it's not a matter of like where they shot. What about? And hear me out. This might be crazy, but I think he actually fits perfectly, like the Utah Jazz. Like oh, he's not brother. a See, Jimmy <sighs> Jimmy Butler and a huge superstar, but he's kind of got a little bit of hype around him. And that's kind of what the Jazz need right now. You throw well, him. The starting lineup then becomes Rubio, Donnie. Then you got yourself some Jimmy well, Butler. Butler at the three. Some... What? Butler at the three then, right? Yeah. Small forward. Yeah, Butler at the three. So Rubio at the one. Mitchell at the two. Butler at the three. Uh Gobert at the five and favors at the four. And that's a pretty that's a pretty I intimidating flaw, lineup. Though, because they still have everybody in the original starting five, right? So who are they giving up for Butler? They're not just gonna get him. Jingles. Give up give up my boy. They're Jingles. not just giving up Joe Ingles, <laughs> I promise you. It can never get to the point where Joe Ingles is enough for Jimmy Butler. Joe Ingles, Jay Crowder, and the draft picker. See, honestly, if they give a first Joe Ingles and Crowder, that honestly might be enough. Or you could give Dante Axum, who is at this point like potential persona. Mm, well, but if you, you could, I, I'm saying you could throw him in there. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> football update. Aaron Donald is just taking over this game. Yeah, Aaron Donald is a grown-ass man. <laughs> that's usually um, what happens when you're one of the highest-paid players in the NFL. You usually try to take over games. I, that's usually every, a good strategy. Every time I hear Dante Exum's name, I think of 2K15, where they try to make him your rival. Oh, oh, yo, 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 yo. I figured out who was that, uh, uh, what's-his-face was, high, Robert Woods. 
YG. That's YG? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense, because YG lives in LA. Alright, yeah, that's cool. Wait, did you get, like, a Bleacher Report thing about that or something? I don't know, I haven't seen my phone. No, nah, one of the NFL guys I've game and uh, tweeted it, so. Alright. Okay, so, Bryce, sorry, you were you were saying this. these uh, Thursday Night Football updates are getting out of hand. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's, it's fine, right? Yeah. But I, what do you think the best situation is for Butler? Let, let's narrow it down because I know we can go anywhere, but let's narrow it down to like the Heat, the Rockets. You don't, you don't think the Jazz would be a good situation because with him, I feel I, like the Jazz—they're not in like they haven't even been brought up. Like I don't think they're even going for him. Like these are teams that have been brought up. The Heat are like the favorites. Yeah, but you can sneak in, you know. I don't think they don't want. They haven't done anything yet, and he's probably gonna be traded really soon. So I don't think the Jazz are gonna get him. I'm gonna narrow it down to the Heat, the Rockets, and I don't know about another team. Another team that's in the hunt. I'm not just gonna throw a team out there because it's not realistic. So let me. Look. What about uh, what? What about your beloved Boston Celtics, Ian? Oh, uh, you know I. I don't think it, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But what I I wanted, I actually was going to bring this up afterwards. Wouldn't it just be ironic if, like, you know, a few weeks after Bryce was talking about Jimmy Butler and Kyrie teaming up on the Knicks, that they just That's bypass the whole Knicks thing and they team up on the Celtics? It's not going to happen. But imagine if it did. But honestly, think about it. Like a semi-fair trade. Like I get that it'd be like win now mode for Boston. Like. Jason Tatum for Jimmy Buckets, like, straight up, that trade could work. And even though in the long run it probably the Celtics, like, in the moment, like, that's a pretty fair trade. I don't know. You see, I'm a huge Tatum fan, though, so I don't know if I know, I'd like that. I know you are. I know you are. I, like, I'm a the Celtics price to pay for Butler would be so high because they have so much depth that it's just, I don't think they'd do it. Yeah, no, I don't think they would. I mean, if there's anyone that's going to make it happen, it's going to be Danny Ainge. That's just going to be, like, to, like, completely finesse somebody. I think Danny Ainge believes in Brown and Tatum too much. I believe in Brown that. and Tatum, too, so I, I wouldn't do oh, that. Oh, but then again, hold on. Come to think of it, that wouldn't work, too, because now you have Hayward coming back into the mix of that small well, it would, spot, too. Well, it'd be fine and be, like, you know, it'd be Butler and Hayward. Yo, can I ask that question really quick? Like, the Boston Celtics definitely have, like, the deepest small forward position in the NBA, right? They have the deepest team they, in the NBA. Like, I, I've said this a couple of times. The Celtics bench... Only like matched bench, by the Warriors and Rockets. In terms of bench, Steph, I think the Celtics still blow by them. Nah, but even, even like, the Warriors, like, they've got the five All-Stars, but their depth is not as good as the Celtics. No, it really isn't. I've made the point yeah, that, like, but... the Celtics' depth is so good that their bench, like, their first bench... Could win the eighth spot in the East. Probably could. Man. Their bench has like three All Stars on. If you if you throw like Hayward on, if Hayward starts on the bench, which I'd imagine he will. Uh, I don't know about that. No, I think He'll I probably, think I think uh, Hayward's gonna be in the starting five. Yeah, Hayward will probably be hundred percent ready to go over the regular season. So so who's the Celtics starting five look like night one? The Celtics Kyrie, starting five Kyrie Tatum Brown, Brown Tatum, Horford. Horford, yeah. 
Tatum doesn't even get a shot? I said Tatum. Well, Tatum's, Tatum's in there. You Tatum's guys are canceling uh, each other. No, I think we had the same one. It was, uh, it was Kyrie, Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and Gordon Hayward. That's what you said, right, Position. Bryce? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. That's what I said, so. But, all right, so I'm. The, these are the three most realistic trade landing spots for Butler right now. It's the Heat, the Rockets, and the Suns. The Suns. I don't understand why he'd want to go to, like... Well, he doesn't... It doesn't matter Yeah, it doesn't matter what he wants. It, it's all a matter of, like, where... The only reason the Heat is in the argument is because they're pushing really hard. If the Heat weren't pushing that hard, he, there'd be no chance he goes to the Heat. And they're going to have to give up so much for him, and they just don't. It's like, outside of, Would it be it's worth risky. it, though? It's outside of Hassan Whiteside, I feel like they don't really have any. No, Hassan Whiteside is awful. I like that's Hassan not, Whiteside. They're not. That, that's not even like they're. I don't even know if they give him up in the trade. I don't even think the Timberwolves want him. They'd be more probably like Drogic and maybe like Yeah, Richard but Drogic isn't more Butler. No, I obviously not, but they'd add other players to Drogic, but he'd be the main piece. I don't know what this trade is gonna look like if it's the Heat. It'll probably involve Drogic, probably Richardson. Uh after the way Dion Waiters was looking at camp or this media day, uh I don't think anybody wants him. Yeah. Weight um, Watchers is uh, not looking great right now, but maybe he'll figure it out before the season starts. Bryce, I'm guessing but, you saw Stryka's uh, whole thing with that the other night. Yes, that was hilarious. Oh, that was Stryka, great. Stryka's the goat, man. We need to get Stryka on here again sometime. We do. The Rockets aren't a bad option because maybe you could get Butler for so the, straight what up. What the Rockets give up? I feel like they'd have to give up Ariza for sure. They don't have Ariza anymore. Oh. The Suns have Ariza. Shows you my my uh, my NBA knowledge. Uh, Sam Decker is still on that team, right? He's got a lot. No, I, I don't think he is. I, <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is. And I, he probably wouldn't be anywhere near the main piece for Butler if he was. Sam Decker has looked really good throughout his NBA career. I mean, I'm a huge Sam Decker fan because you know Wisconsin and all. But I always, I always think of the the breakaway dunk trip against. The Wait, Mets. isn't Sam Decker on the on the Cavs now? Uh, that would that would feel no. right. <laughs> Maybe I don't remember. I don't keep up with Sam Decker. I mean, I don't either. I just remember seeing him at some point. Yeah, he's on the Cavs now. He's a Cav. Oh, yeah. Well. I don't know who would be involved. It'd probably be a pick and like two players, I would assume. But nobody, not like Harden or Paul or anybody. Oh, yeah. Doubt um, they'd give up Mello. Mello would probably stay. And I don't even think the Timberwolves want Mello anyway, so. Definitely not Capella. Maybe PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker in there with that. You'd have to toss in a couple draft picks with that, though. Yeah, well. I don't know. I don't know what the Rockets could give, but the Suns could maybe work something out. Maybe give up Ariza. I mean, since they have him. Plus, they did. They did pick up uh, the man I wanted in the draft originally. 
at small forward from the 76ers. So it is um it is possible that Trevor Ariza involved with the Jimmy Butler deal could happen. It's not with the Rockets. Um my pick for this is it's going to be the Heat just because there's clearly oh, a mutual heat. interest between Butler and the Heat and the Heat the are heat definitely are going to be going. The Heat are pushing the hardest, and there's a clear interest in it, so I think that's part of the reason why. Uh, oh, okay. Here's my thing, though. What does it change? It changes nothing. Butler going to the Heat does not change a thing. Like, it it doesn't... It, the Celtics are still going to the finals. The Warriors are still winning the finals, and Minnesota is still missing the playoffs. So, like, this trade... <laughs> If Butler, okay, say they do this trade and it's like Jay Rich and Drogic in a pick for Butler. If Butler leaves the year after, the Heat screwed up. Like they lost, they lost the trade no matter what because Butler left. So it's like I don't know how much they want to give up for a possible rental. You know. Well, I think I would think that maybe they'd have to at least like reach out and try to secure a long-term deal. But I don't really know if that's like. You know, allowed. Although I would imagine that if they well, trade, I mean, they for gotta him, get him first. If they if they trade for him, I feel like they're gonna work out a long term deal. They might. I mean, it's it's it could happen, but even with Butler, now you don't have Drogic, right, or Jay Rich. So now you just have like Butler and Whiteside. Well, I know the East is weak, but it's not that weak. Like that's. Not even like that's beyond the week. That's probably like a five seed in the playoffs at best, or four, four or five, which is pretty much like the same seed. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, like, they, they, if they, let's say they get Butler, and they probably, let's say they get the five seed, right? So let's let's say they play the Pacers in the first round. I don't know if they even beat them, but let's say they do beat the Pacers. They now they got to play Boston. You see what I mean? Like this doesn't change anything. It doesn't I don't know if it benefits the Heat long term. I don't know if it I don't know if it does anything for anyone. I think it, I mean it benefits them long term if they can if, get up a, if, they can, if they can lock up a long-term deal. Yeah, if he can, if they can lock him up, sure. Yeah, maybe it'll help long-term. But if he if he leaves after one year, then yeah, that I get. That's <laughs> that's the whole risk here. Like you're that's gonna have so to give so a lot for a guy you might get for though. a year. Pat Riley's never been scared. I guess we'll have to see. But if the Rockets can swing something for him, then. Please. If the Rockets can swing something for him, that's a very scary team. On the it's already that's, really, un- <laughs> that's unbelievable team. That's really a really that, scary that starting team. Five is going to be Chris Paul, James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris or Clint Capella. Like that's dangerous. That's yeah. All right, All right. I think are we ready to go into final thoughts? Oh, yeah. well, we can wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Let's go.
So, final thoughts. I mean, kind of just wanted to keep it short. So, I want to uh, thank thank Eric for coming on this week. Yeah, oh. Eric, I was glad to finally get you on here. We were, we've been meaning to get you on here for a little while now, so... He was supposed to be on episode six, but things happen, you know. That's on me. That's on me. I got dragged out to dinner. It's cool, man. Ooh, we got it done happen. this week. That's things what matters. Uh, you can catch Eric's show. Yeah. On his own pod. Very good content over there. Yes, quality content. I'm on, I, I'm on there every once in a while. I haven't been on there in a minute. We might have to line that up sometime, Eric. Well, we will get that lined up. I think I'm going to do a show Sunday night, if you want to come on. Uh, we'll Let's have to see about that. Do a Sunday night show. Gotta, Damn. Got to see if I'm good Sunday night. Not 100% Rams sure. leaving the door open for the Vikings, by the way. Oh, Can I do my yeah, final thought? Sure, go ahead. What's your final thought, Eric? Final thought, let's just appreciate Jerry Goff's stat line with still time to go in the fourth quarter. 470 yards and oh five God. touchdowns. Like, come on. Like, if you don't think this guy's a top 10 quarterback by now, just stop watching. Like, he is he's amazing. It's a little bit of a scorching hot take. Um, not a top 10 quarterback yet. I'm not sold on him yet. You don't think he's the 10th best quarterback in the NFL? No. Where do you have him then? Top 15 for sure, but not top 10. I mean, I think I you're, you're blowing I, your load I, I on a little once, too soon. Once, once, once the year end, they'll probably be able to put him in the top 10. Yeah, yeah. I, like like I said when you when you made this take earlier, let's at least wait until the end uh, of the season before we can start talking top well, 10. Like at the end of the year, Mahomes might be in my top 10. Though. Yeah, shit, you know. Patty Mahomes might just throw he'll 60 touchdowns this season, and he'll be a top 10. Yeah, let's yeah, you can catch uh, Eric's Eric's podcast uh, at Endzone Pod, and you can follow Eric on Twitter at Eric eighteen Utah. Yes, some quality tweets there when he's not taking his Twitter vacations. Um, yeah, I actually got back on Twitter on my laptop, so I occasionally put up some tweets. But it's usually it's been a vacation for a little while. I get on fall break and so I might come back then. All right, all right. Uh, yep, so I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight's show. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. You can f- spelled C U S I C K, of course. Uh, you can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Briz, at I T S B R I Z Z. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? Or This is a simulation. Yes, this is a sim- simulation. Um, thank you, and have a good night. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.